What's what's on Gilio's card sports? What's what's on Gilio's card spreads? What's what's on Gilio's card and parlays? All right, welcome to the very first edition of Picks and Pizza. I'm Joe Gilio. I'm your host. Joined today by Bennett Johnson. Uh, yes, he works for the Heaster Automotive Group. He works for Johnny. That's fair. But like me, he loves to gamble on golf. So I couldn't think of a better way to start this podcast than to make British Open picks. I, I'll slip and call it the British Open there, even though I'm supposed to call it the Open Championship. Then to include Bennett, who we 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 bet on. Which which tournament did we bet on that we had a dead heat? Because I liked... Oh, it was a PGA. It was PGA. Because I like Varner and you mocked me. And I think you had Cashmere Keith and they ended up side. Yeah. Well, first of all, this is picks and pizza. You have provided me with zero pizza. Neither. <laughs> and for the last, I don't know, three months now, we've been betting back and forth. You haven't provided me a single good pick. So you have failed on picks and pizza. Wait a second. We both had Hovland for the PGA. He came in second. Yeah. I know we, don't, we didn't cash that, but... Yeah, but you didn't give me that pick. I was like, hey, Julia, I really, really, really like Hob this week. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, so you'll that's get credit fair. for that. That's fair. And my both of my U.S. Open picks failed. So here's what I want to do. And, and joining me on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline, of course, I'll have to get that part out of the way. Get off your Heaster. Get down to Heaster. Go check them out. Uh, I, I'm not allowed to get an OG Mobile, I've been, I've been told. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't go and get yourself a deal down with the Heaster Automotive Group. So Ben, I appreciate you taking some time, but let's do this. We have the Open Championship. It starts Thursday early. Get up, get your coffee. Doesn't get- it really start Wednesday night here? <laughs> late, late night, early morning golf. Love it. Nothing better than placing a bet before you go to bed and waking up and, and cashing it, hopefully. Um, so here's what I want to do. I want to pick... Uh, let's start with our first-round leaders. Okay, I want to pick three first-round leader bets that we like. I want to do two top 20 caches. I want to do two top 10s and then the winner. Uh, and I have picked different golfers for all of those things. You you don't necessarily have to do that. Me too. Okay, Me perfect. too. Perfect. So we're not duplicating uh, yeah. our own picks. So let's start with... And if you're not familiar with golf betting, golf betting is to me the Hard. best... It's a difficult... <laughs> It is difficult. There, there's no doubt about that. But it's to me, it is the best thing to bet on in sports because of the odds. The odds are the best. Uh, now, the top 10s and top 20s, I'll explain a little bit as we go along if, if you're new to gambling. Um, but the truth of the matter is you get the best payout in golf than you do in any other sport. So before we start, should we talk briefly about the Open? It's at Hoylake. Yeah, go ahead. Royal Liverpool jotted quick notes and I literally just went online and, and started stealing all the pundit lines from golf channel, which just really means this is what they want you to look for. And that's what they're going to talk about the whole broadcast. <laughs> a lot of times they just come up with these things. So it's like, Oh, big greens. And then you hear about it for four days on the broadcast. They're in the booth. Like, Oh, we have really big greens here. I'm like, okay, well, are they really that big? So a couple things about Hoy Lake. Which, number one, it's weird because it's called Royal Liverpool, but it's in Hoylake. So no one really uh, – they name their courses oddly over there. It's not like here where Eagle Ridge is really easy. It's named Eagle Ridge because it's the Eagle Ridge community. This is in Hoylake, named after Royal Liverpool, 30 minutes down the road. It would be like calling Eagle Ridge 
Fuquay Country Club. I mean, it's right. just like it makes no sense. Okay. So uh, Hoyle Lake, it's it's an oceanside course. It is literally, you know, for me and you, if we were playing out there, we would literally hit a tee shot into the ocean. That's it is on top of the cliff on the ocean. So whenever you're true links golf like that, it's all about the conditions. Now, the last two open championships, I sound like your new intern, Cal. I brought all the stats here. Nice. The, the last two open championships have had very little condition Mild. issues. I hate, very, yes. I hate that. I love so, the, the Scottish Open last week. That's oh, what I want to see. 35 mile an hour wins, Rory hitting low stingers into the wind. Like, who doesn't want to see that? So last the last two years, this is interesting, and this is very rare in traditional major championship golf. Round one has actually been the highest scoring average for the last two open championships. So round one, so if new people are listening to this, not familiar with how major championship golf works, four rounds, after the first two rounds, there's a big cut. They basically split the field in half. Traditionally, in a normal golf tournament, the easiest round is round one, and then as the, you progress through the tournament, it gets more and more difficult. Very oddly, the last two Open Championships have been exactly in reverse. The first round has been the hardest, and it's progressively gotten easier through the course of the tournament. All the way down to the last two Sundays, the scoring average has been less than 70. So you have guys out there shooting 63, 64 in a major. Very odd. Um, So I'm looking for that, which is going to be interesting when we talk about the first round leader. Okay. I'm going to jump back to that as to why I've chose my three first round leaders, because you're going to have to get somebody that you would think normally go low, but you really want someone that has birdie opportunities, but good control of the golf ball, because round one may actually end up being the hardest round of the week again. Next, 300 yards, par 71. These are all pretty standard right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And I was kind of hoping that they would find a way to lengthen it because, I mean, you're getting 60, 70 yards of roll off the team. Right. So, I mean, you've got some, like, we'll check, talk about Kevin Kisner. Short player, he can go over to Europe, and suddenly his 280-yard carry, he's rolling out 60 yards. He's a long ball hitter now. It's different for him, yeah. So totally different for him, different setup. You know, and for someone like that, this is where it gets tricky on Link Scott, is because Kevin Kisner is a shorter player on tour, he has to rely on iron play, approach play, to be able to compete. So then you're putting someone who focuses on iron short play. You suddenly give them an extra 60 yards off the tee. They become a really, really competitive golfer when if you're at the U.S. Open and you're playing a 7,800-yard course where you're not getting rollout, Kevin Kisner has no chance. I mean, it's, it's, it's Rory, it's Matt Fitzpatrick, it's Scotty. Those are the only people. So that makes it a lot, a lot trickier betting on the Lynx golf. Um, one other thing that I find really interesting about Hoy Lake, Royal Liverpool, whatever they're going to call it, and they're going to tell you that all week in the broadcast, like, oh, we have two names for this, <laughs> is they have out of bounds very close to the fairway, which is very, very odd. Traditionally, out of bounds yeah. is way outside the ropes. Um, this course, they're going to have some out of bounds that is just inside the rough. So you're going to have to have players. And why they're doing that is – they're not going to let everyone just bomb at 380 yards down the fairway, try to carry this and carry that, um, cutting corners, things like that. They want you to play down the fairway. So because of that, you're going to have some of your long ball hitters that won't be able to just rip, grip it and rip it, as they call it. They're going to have to actually try to use a little bit of accuracy off the tee. So 
you know, if you were coming in thinking, oh, it's going to be only long ball guys, might not be the case. All right. So uh, what are we thinking for? So first round leader, if you're, if you're not familiar, this is a bet that you place and the odds are going to be really, 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 really good, no matter who they are. And typically my unit is a hundred dollars, but for first round leaders, I usually do like 25. I usually do about a quarter unless there's somebody I'm really feeling really good about. Um, so, and the way this works is if they're tied, the number gets cut in half, your payout gets cut in half. And a lot of times you don't have a solo first round leader. If it's three people, you divide your payout by three, et cetera, down to four or five. You know where I'm going now. So I want you to start with your lowest, your, your, your best odds first. I'll, I'll go first, give you an example. Uh, my first round leader pick is Terrell Hatton, and he is 33 to one or plus 3,300. Meaning if you bet $100 and he's the solo leader, you win $3,300. That's a pretty good day's work. Um, <laughs> I like Hatton. Uh, so far, what I've seen in the opens, if you will, in Canada, we had Nick Taylor, right? Canadian. In the U.S. Open, Wyndham Clark, an American. Okay, maybe we don't want to count that one. Scottish Open, Bobby Mack had that thing from, from Scotland. Had that thing until Rory pulled a, a next-level move to win that thing. Did yeah. he have that? He had it. Okay. He had it. And then Rory... Quick, quick review. <laughs> this guy also hit a 280-yard... He had two three-woods on the back nine, 280 yards. One yeah. bounced off this huge mound, gets the world's best kick up to a what, three foot eagle putt. Cool. And then he absolutely tanks his tee shot. I mean, we've got everyone in the gallery pointing this way. And he gets a perfect lie. He hits a probably the best shot of his entire life. A draw three wood off of the hard pack into the wind. And somehow that ball just drops on to the putting circle, what, eight yep. feet from the flag. Yep, so. Did he have it, or did he have some very beneficial uh, breaks there down the, down the stretch? So what I was looking for here was an English player. I, obviously, Terrell Hatton, if you look at the uh, advanced analytics, has been one of the three best players on the in the world this year. Um, so I'm going Hatton. He could be Mercurial, but I think he's got one super low round in him, and I would love to see it in the first round. What's so. Your first, uh, first, yeah, round. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of down the same line. I was looking, you got to have a European in there. So, and Matt Fitzpatrick, it's he's plus 5,000 to be leading after one. So, Matt, he's obviously a long ball hitter, but what I think is more important is he's really long with his three wood. So, he can play the three wood off the tee, get the roll, he'll still be hitting 300 plus yard drives. He's really good iron player. And, of course, he knows how to go low, and he plays well in majors. So this is a guy that's used to the pressure of playing at home. Everyone's going to be watching him. He knows how to hit, get, the, get off the tee. And hasn't Plus, had a great year. Has not he had hasn't had – so it's like at some point, the really pop. good players are, are going to pop off. They're going to shoot yeah. 65 when you're not expecting it. Okay. My next pick is Ryan Fox. It's Australian for beer. 66-1. Uh, to one. <laughs> You don't like that one? Is that oh, – that, <laughs> Ryan Fox is having you qualified. Yeah, of course he is, but I, I look. I also looked at early tee times. I'm big into the oh. leader. First time leaders usually going off pretty early and posting a good number. Yes, yeah. You want to you want to be off. You want to be on the course before 8 a.m. local time. Yeah, and so I, I did take into account tee times because that late early draw seems to never work never out work in out. the open. No, no. never works no. out in the open. 
Who's your second uh, pick for first round leader? Next, yeah, next I have Max Homa. The homie, Travis, the homie. Yeah, you. Wow. You're probably gonna. Are you the gonna be picking him later? Man, come on, man. Are you gonna be picking him later? No. No. Um, okay. Well, I, I think Max again, a long ball hitter, good lag putter. So I'm thinking if it is going to be a difficult round one where they the open champ the RNA which is the USGA for those who are not sure the RNA is the USGA in uh, England Scotland so I don't think they want the same talking points they've had the last two years where no. oh it's too easy so they're going to ratchet it up so if they do Thursday could be a difficult day so you're going to want a long ball hitter um, someone that can control the ball on the greens is really important I think that's Max Holman. All right. My my last pick is a sentimental one. I am going with the Oost, Louis Oosthuizen, 80 to 1. Before the Masters, everyone was like, you know, Brooks Kepko won the, the 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 live event right before the Masters. That means he's going to play well. I laughed, and of course he should have won the Masters, but he didn't. Uh so uh, the Oost has had back problems, always perpetually has back problems. Couldn't have been happier to take the live golf money because it just meant he just could play, come off the ranch in South Africa and play in those majors and basically just make a bunch of money. Uh, he had a top 10 finish in the most recent live event, which at least signals to me that his back is at least healthy. Uh, I don't know about you, but I actually think he has the best swing in golf. I think he has the purest swing in golf. It was Fred Couples, then it was Ernie Els, then it was Louie. As far yes. as smoothest swing yes. in the world, I mean, it literally, he swings like this. That's how fast it is. It's, it's amazing, it's ridiculous. Uh, so, and he he plays well. Usually shows out in majors, at least until he went to live. So, if this is a scratcher. This is a pure scratcher. Eighty to one. Yeah, um, that's big odds. Yeah. So, it, look, I <laughs> the antithesis of yeah. Louis season, John Rom. That's who I, jammer. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> he's plus twenty five hundred, and I feel like it's. It's plus a great number. It's a good number. It's pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's plus 2,500. He's a guy that I don't have this statistic, but there's no telling how many times in the last five years he's been leading after one round of any tournament. You know, he's yeah. probably up there with Scotty uh, as far as leading the most rounds after, you know, leading the tournament after a certain amount of rounds. He's probably up there with Scotty. When he gets hot, he gets molten hot. And he's, not, he's not hot right now. No, he's not. So he's kind of this. In a way, I kind of went with the same leader after one strategy. Long ball hitters, someone that's not playing well, that all of a sudden just pops off 64, and you're like, oh, where'd that come from? All right, well, let's pay some bills. I'm going to do that real quick. We come back, we'll make our top 20 picks and our top 10 picks. This is Picks and Pizza, a new gambling podcast. Yeah, we're working through some... some. This is the, the maiden voyage, and I'm happy that Ben and Johnson is joining me, but We'll get to more picks right after this. All right. Big thanks to our friends at Breeze Through, Adam Stevenson. Check out this Tumblr, Breeze Through, lifetime refills, 20 bucks. You're going to win them here on the OG next in two weeks. Look at that sweet, sweet logo. Breeze Through has so much more than just gas. Well, wow, that is helpful. They have more than gas. 17 locations throughout North Carolina. You're never too far away from your breeze through for your next commute, road trip, tailgate, adventure, pool road over by Walnut Creek. Of course, the one on Edwards Mill right across from the arena. Cary, Apex, Smithfield, Garner, Pittsburgh, Hillsborough, Blowing Rock, Lenore. You name it, breeze through is there. They've got you covered no matter where your summer plans take you. 
All right, it's summer. This is the best time to get yourself ready for the school year. And if you want to move, now's the time to find a house. Barry Woodard and his crew at Hometown Realty, they can help you. They got the best deals out there. He's got the best crew out there. More than 250 agents over six locations. They're in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Selma, Atlantic Beach. You name it. Whether you're doing residential, commercial, or rental, Hometown Realty, myhtr.com. Barry and his crew, they've got you covered. Give them a call, 919-550-7355. And of course, once you buy that house, you're going to need to close and you're going to need a lawyer. You're going to need some legal help. Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer. Whitaker and Hamer, they got more than 20 years experience. They can help you close on that house. Or maybe you're starting a business. Maybe you're selling a business. Anything that's family law related, Josh and Joe, they've got you covered. Check them out in Raleigh, Clayton, Fuquay, Moorhead City. And of course, all of the G's, Goldsboro, Gastonia, and Garner. They have the world's greatest URL, wh.lawyer. Give them a shout at 919-772-7000. All right. Well, that was fun. It's always fun to pay bills. Appreciate the Heaster for, for helping me pay bills too. So, And again, no OG mobile for me. But that doesn't mean you can't get off your keister and get down to Heaster and work with my friend Bennett Johnson. That's right? right. Come see us. Come and see us. If if I were to get an OG mobile, what do you think would be the, the best deal down at down at Heaster? What do you think would be most fitting for the well, for the OBS and Gilio mobile? This is what I think you should do. I think you should take the next 12 golf tournaments. Okay. That'll take you all the way through the playoffs, okay? That'll get you through the little bit of the fall series that nobody really cares about, so it's a good opportunity to win a little money on the PGA Tour. You take your net winnings, and you call me, which you'll probably be upside down, but if you're not, we'll find a vehicle in that budget for you. See? You just have to work with the Heaster Automotive Group. It's it's, it's that easy. You just go check them out. Please, pretty please. With sugar on top. All right, let's get to our top 20s and our top 10s because, and this one is, a, I don't, I'm not going to lie to you, Bennett. I don't love these in general because they get cut. Uh, so if there's 21 golfers who finish in the top 20, it's your, it's 20, it's 20 divided by 21 or 21. Yeah, 20 divided by 21. Oh, yeah. All of the ones. So if, and then there could be 28 golfers in the top 20. So you look at some of these numbers and you go, yeah, that's a great payoff, except it, almost always gets cut. If you can actually find a site that doesn't cut, and there are some uh, gambling sites that don't cut their top 10s and top 20s and top 5s, sign up, and especially if you're into golf gambling, sign up with them. Uh, I signed up with FanDuel this week when I was up in Virginia, Connecticut, Jersey, New York. Their top 20s are cut. So that's one thing if you're shopping, that's one thing to look for. Uh, so let's go your first top 20 finish pick here for the uh, open championship. I went with, uh, for the leader after one, I can't, I went with longer odds. You know, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to pay out there. When you get to the top 20, top 10 winner, you're going to hear a lot of the big names because you know, those guys have, it's the, it's how the odds work, of course, but they have the best chance. If you play this tournament a hundred times, you're going to see a lot of the same names in the top 20 over and over and over. So if you've probably lost a little money on the leader after one, because you're kind of just, <laughs> we, we got to work on your vernacular, by the way, first round leader, man, FRL. Oh my gosh. 
gosh. Okay, well, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you some abbreviations here when we start talking about, talking about okay. total proximity to the whole things like that. So I have I'm gonna talk about them both at the same time. Ricky Fowler plus 105. Hot as as anybody going right now. I, I look my note is hottest player in the world. Period. Yes. Number two is Dustin Johnson. DJ. So, DJ, yeah. Both Ricky and Dustin, very similar in that they play well on links courses historically. Dustin, I, I wrote this down. Oh, I had a great stat for him, but I don't have it in front of me. But he's made, I think it's like six or seven straight cuts in the open on all different types of courses in all different conditions. So he's not just one of those guys that played well the last two years when the conditions were easy. He plays well when they're baked out, 30 mile an hour wins. So he's someone that if the conditions do worsen over the weekend, you feel good, he's going to continue to rise up the leaderboard while people who are a little bit less experienced in those conditions may not be. For Ricky, like you said, he's the hottest player on the on the planet. I don't think he's going to win this week. I don't see it as a, a open championship where Ricky wins at 10 under par and he beats Rory and Scotty. I think if it becomes a cream rises to the crop, it's going to be the real, real deal creaming to rising. And yeah. right now, I think Ricky's just one half step lower than those top three or four guys. So that's why I think it's very conservative to say top top 20. I feel like that's almost surefire money. And it's plus 130 or plus 105 is really not bad. Two things that I like about Ricky, if you're going to argue for him to do better than the top 20, maybe win, is he's number three in total driving efficiency which is actually, a, I think, in Lynx golf, the most important driving statistic because the fairways are narrow. In, or at Hoy Lake, the, fair, the fairways are going to be really narrow. And they have a lot of mounds. So the landing area is even smaller than that. So you need someone who's really efficient driving the ball. You're going to need distance, but you really have to have the accuracy combined. So that's what total driving efficiency is measuring. He's number three in the world, so that's a good bet for him. And then next, if you can get the ball in the fairway, Ricky's really, really good iron player. He's number three yeah. strokes gained approach this year. So to me, strokes gained approach travels. Cool. It travels across the, the country or across the sea. And everyone always says, oh, Ricky's a great putter. Ricky's a great putter. Everyone on tour is a great putter. Like, who whoever wins the tournament? He's been putting really, really well. He's been he he reminds me a lot of 2014, 2015, Ricky with the putter. But it's not going to be one of those events where it's like, oh, man, the guy that won putted well. Of course, the guy that won putted well. They always putt well. So I think top 20, pretty conservative. Ricky plus 105, Dustin plus 135. OK, I, I kind of went the other way with my top 20s. You're, you're, you're probably, never going to get an OG mobile. You're about to quit this podcast right now on the spot. My first pick for top 20 is the left hander. Phil Mickelson, seven to one. For those not watching on YouTube, Bennett is is trying not to quit, rage quit on me right now. I am speechless. <laughs> speechless. There's no trees in sight. He's got the short game. You talk about rollout. You talk about old man golf. In my opinion, there's always one old person who plays well every major tournament. 53 years old, lefty qualifies as an old person. Uh, and that, we're, he played really well at the Masters, obviously. He finished second, I think, officially. And then the PGA, the US Open, were on super difficult courses that required accuracy off the tee. He's never been accurate off the tee. Does not need to be accurate off the tee this week. 
So I think did you, miss, did you miss the part of narrow fairways, out of bounds, <laughs> inside the ropes? <laughs> I got the left-hander seven to one. That might be, that, I feel like you and I are going to have a bet on that. I, I, I could sense that coming. Um, and then my other one is Denny Mack, Denny McCarthy. I think the harder the course is, the better he plays. Uh, you mentioned he, he would fall under the Kevin Kisner category. Not a long, not a long player, a uh, great iron player has a mental block right now in, in trying to win on the PGA tour. I really thought John Deere was his time. Uh, he did not play well in that final round. Uh, Sepp Straka played out of his gourd though, which happens and people need to realize that like something like that can happen. Uh, usually not in a major though. So Denny Mack is actually plus 350 in top 20. The way that he's been playing, the way that he's been balling, should have won the memorial, uh, choked that thing away to a golfer who you'll be hearing coming out of my mouth soon. So I got Denny Mack in the top 20. Let's do your top 10s. Okay. Oh, you're going to be so disappointed with these because we, we have entered. We're going to talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are entering the world of negative odds. Do you want to okay. explain that? So, uh, yeah. It means the more money you put up to get to $100. So, so. We'll start with our minus 135. Okay. That's the not man, the man, Rory. Okay. So Rory, Matt, Rory the, the favorite to win this tournament. He's, a, he's the favorite to win. Because I think pretty much every major in the last 30 that have been played, he's been in the top 10. He's been in the top 10. So <laughs> number one, for anyone that doesn't know, he did win the last time the Open Championship was held here. So 2014. Uh, different the tour was different then. The game was played slightly different then. It was. It sounds like well, that was only like seven, eight years ago. Well, it was. It's a different game now. Uh, Rory was really able to overpower the course in a way that a lot of other players really couldn't, and that really wasn't that long ago. But the game has definitely caught up to Rory from that perspective. He's got another six or seven guys. Some of the ones we're getting ready to start naming that really, for the most part, have all the shots in the bag that he does. What I think separates Rory apart right now is Rory has this drive to show that he made the right decision not going to live. And you could see maybe a little bit of that relief last week when he accidentally made a putt to win and, you know, he's staring at the sky and everyone's like, oh, he can't believe he made it. And I'm like, no, no I think he's thinking, oh, I can't believe I finally won a tournament to show everybody yes. I was right. So um, I think Rory, a top 10 is a shoe in very quick statistics on Rory that are kind of mind-blowing. These are actually some of his worst statistics, honestly. Fourth in total strokes gained. So you're giving the best player in the world. He's already gained it. He's only three people are in the playing better with regards to the strokes gained statistic. Mm -hmm. And quickly uh, explain can, total strokes. I was gonna say explain strokes gained. Go ahead. Easy run. Oh, but strokes gain is basically what the rest of the field does and how you perform compared to the rest of the field. Yeah. In, in the most general of terms. In that same statistic, he's second in tee to green. So if a game of golf does get the ball from the tee box to the green, he's second yeah. in the world at doing that. But he was fighting it last week with his driver, at least. Um, so, and he, I don't think he's been comfortable with his driver. I know there was a, he, he loved, I think he loved the Sim 2. And then when they made the train, the change to the stealth, he, I don't think he's been comfortable with stealth, to be perfectly honest with you. No, he, he seems to be aiming it. Yeah. But the good thing is when you're Rory and you're carrying at 330, you right. can aim it. Okay, so <laughs> if you're aiming and carrying at 325, well, that's pretty good. And, you know, so, and I'm, I'm glad you said that. It's a perfect segue into what I think is so interesting about Rory is 
people kind of think Rory is like he's just a long ball sprayer. Like, hey, I'm just going to hit it down there, see what happens. He's actually 14th in fairway proximity, which is important here because you've got to basically land the ball in the middle of the fairway to, to hold the fairway. So he's got the distance. We know he has the short game. He's, he's obviously putting well. He's accidentally making 20-footers on the last hole in 35-mile-an-hour wins. <laughs> so he's putting well. He's driving it well, even if he's having to aim in a little bit. Fourth in total strokes game. He's a shoe in top 10. Uh, okay. So, yeah, minus 135, which I try to think of minus bets this way. Um, a normal standard bet is minus 110, which means the house gets the, 10, the $10 VIG on a, on a $100 bet. So, really, if you're saying someone's going to finish in, what is, is that me or you? If someone's going to finish in the top 10, minus 135, uh, those those odds aren't terrible, especially for top 10. Now, you can get that cut by ties. So uh, that part of it would give me pause because then you'd actually be getting like $40, $50 back if there are ties. So I, I, as a general rule, I like plus bets. I like a little bit longer odds because you you have to kind of, you have to go into it thinking you're going to get cut in those 10 and top 20 bets, uh, which, which preposterous top 10 bet would you like me to start with? Uh, the one that's going to annoy you or the one that you're going to be like, okay, you're right. I, I want to be, I want to agree with you first. So then I can okay. be annoyed as we go to the winners. All right. That's fine. Uh, so Tommy Fleetwood, a guy who has not won on the PGA tour English, uh, plus 225 to be top 10. Tommy's been really close this year, kind of like Ricky and people are waiting for the breakthrough. Same thing with Danny Mac waiting for the breakthrough, been playing well, finished tied for fourth last year. Um, that at the old course, obviously not exactly the same type of course, but again, not the longest player in the history of the world. Uh, but is a guy who I think will be a horse for this course. Plus two twenty five. played well last week at the Scottish. And I think he'll play well again this week. My other one, maybe you won't hate. Uh, he's a personal favorite of mine because I've won the Garner Golf Gambling Group with him. Uh, actually, last year at the Open Championship, the little B, Brian Harmon, oh. the lefty with the uh, snow shovel for a putter. He's actually plus 650 for top 10. Uh, here are his last three starts. Travelers tied for second, Rocket tied for ninth, and Scottish tied for 12th. Last year at the Open, he was also in the top 10 tied for sixth last year. So I love the little B it's the time of the year where he decides, you know what? I want to keep my tour card. I want to play really well for a couple of weeks here. <laughs> he gets hot again, not the longest player in the history of the world. Again, that's won. what makes it a good pick for the links style. Yeah. He's, a, he's a sneak. He is the definition of sneaky good because he doesn't have the stature. <laughs> so that's smaller, what the, smaller player, 36 smaller years player. old. Just one of these other nameless, faceless Georgia Bulldogs. It's um, funny. He's one of those guys on the broadcast where they're constantly, oh, he's sneaky long, sneaky good with the eye, sneaky. <laughs> you mean he's short. <laughs> Just say he's short. It's so okay. Many so many sneakies. All right, let's pay some one more bill, one more round of bills here. We'll pay. We'll come back with our winners and also a bonus winner pick for the Barracuda. Coming up next, right here on Picks and Pizza. Move on. I know it's kind of hard to believe, but they actually do have golf carts. Yeah, Tiger Woods is the most value, but Rory is too. Maybe he'll win another major. Maybe he'll pop on that value. You know who's going to help you with that? Weston 
Oak City Carts, Oak City Sports Carts, downtown Raleigh off of Glenwood Avenue. Look, baseball, basketball, football, Pokemon, garbage pail kids, golf carts. I'm, I'm being serious. They have everything. Go check them out. And more importantly, get your cards graded. Get the best value for your cards by getting them graded. Take them to Weston at Oak City Sports Cards. They're downtown, right off of Glenwood Avenue. Great spot, great location. Tell them the OG sent you. Or you can find them online at oakcitycards.com. Listen, right now, outside is a little bit of a mess. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. So being outside, especially when I go play golf, I got to take a bath and off. I don't want to do that when I'm at my house. When I'm at home, I want to be able to sit outside. You know who can help you do that? Mosquito authority, pest authority. I also got ants. You want to get rid of those ants? Call Hayes Lancaster and his crew at the Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. 919-807-1951. Or check them out online at bugsbite.com. I'm telling they just can't they just came out to my house today. I'm not even kidding you. When I tell you guys when we we these are the advertisers, we're not just selling you something here. We're, these are the products that we believe in. Hayes Lancaster, they got you covered. Whether it's ants, whether it's termites, whether it's mice, whether it's mold in the attic, under the house, in the house, you name it, they've got it. Mosquito Authority, Pest Authority, 919-807-1951. And yeah, I mean, Bennett's giving me a hard time here. I'm not, I'm not sure I really appreciate. Uh, this kind of blowback. I I didn't realize I needed to provide pizza. I mean, I will next time for my friend Anthony Guerra at Oakwood Pizza Box. Oakwood Pizza Box, right there on Person Street, right across from the Krispy Kreme, the world famous Krispy Kreme downtown Raleigh on Person Street. They're open Wednesdays through Sundays. They're open for lunch Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Go get the square pizza. It's the best pizza not only in Raleigh, but it's the best pizza in North Carolina. Check them out at oakwoodpizzabox.com. All right, Bennett. See, that's all. We just have to go to the Oakwood Pizza Box. I got to get you down there. Yeah, Once we do that, then I will have fulfilled at least half of this portion of the equation where I will provide pizza to you. Look, you just tell I, me when. The fact that you didn't provide pizza, number one, it's not that shocking as I've gotten to know you. It's what? just a, lo- it's a little bit disappointing is what hey, I, would say. I asked you. Whoa, 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 whoa. I asked you to be on this program and you said, do you, do I need to come downtown or do you want to do it on, on, on the stream yard? And I said, your choice. If you were here downtown, we could go get pizza today. But instead you chose the stream yard. Do not impugn my character on my podcast, sir. Well, first I will of all, stand for that. you chose the tournament starts on like eight hours. You're like, oh, let's do a podcast talking about the British Open, the Open. Eight hours before it starts, a little bit more planning on your behalf would be good. You sound like every person I've ever worked for, which is fitting, which is fitting. All right, let's get to our winners for the Open Championship. I'll go first this time. Uh, everybody knows I have the Hove, the young Hove, Victor Hovland. Uh, he cannot win in the United States until this year when Denny Mack choked and he was able to win at the Memorial. Uh, but it, when you get him overseas, he's a different player. Doesn't have a great short game. That's, that is his, uh, he's improved on it this year, obviously, because he's been, he's been balling out. Um, but he's been knocking on the door. He feels like this year's Will Zalatoris, and maybe I should not compare him to Zally uh, because Zally did not win a major last year. Uh, but when you look at the way that he's performed in the Masters and then the PGA right there both times, I feel like this is a course that fits his his game and in part because he doesn't have to be great chipping the ball. Uh, so give me the hove, the young hove. Uh, shouts to Josh Goodson. 20 to 1. 
is the number I'm seeing right now. It's not the number I have. I have it at 14 to 1, which I don't love. Uh, if you win a tournament, I'd rather get more of a payout than that. But I do think he is going to cash his first major ticket at the Open Championship. Bennett Johnson, Easter Automotive Group, who you got? Well, I almost picked my guy, Victor Hovland. I'm in a, a pick'em league. Uh, that's me and you text about it all the time. But yes. I have rode Victor Hovland this year. I <laughs> rode that little fellow. So he's carried me to multiple pick'em wins this year. So I almost picked him to win. Uh, Victor, like you said, he was T7 at the Masters, T2 PGA. Second sure. strokes gain. Yeah. He's third in putts per round. He's perfect links course. He's kind of going home, so to speak. So I love the Hovland pick, but not nearly as much as I love at plus 750. Scotty. I mean, whoa. Scotty Shuffler. He hasn't finished outside the top 12 in his last 19 starts. I mean, <laughs> so he's got 15 top 10 in that period. He won in Phoenix, yeah. right? That was his last win. So he caught a heater last year, won the Masters. He won like three out of five. Yeah, he caught a heater, won the Masters, and then competed in every major. Every major top ten. Yeah, which everyone thought he was going to win because of Southern Hills. This year, he his putter has just betrayed him. Betrayed him. Um, But 137th in total putting. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And Brad Frisch has explained this to me. Brad Frisch uh, used to play on the PGA Tour and he's played golf with me. He's been on Hello the Camel. Yeah, Hamill. yes. Uh, and has been on the OG podcast. He said to me, the reason you think both Rory and, and Scotty Scheffler are, are quote unquote bad at putting is because they have more opportunities at make what we think of as makeable putts. And the truth of the matter is that that's a good thing to have the, that many looks. But pros only make 50% of their eight foot putts. And so he said, even if you watch them and you think, oh, he missed too many. No, he's just making the average, basically. Uh, I watched yeah, the final round of the Scottish, and Scotty had three had three shots, including one chip in that like either rolled over the hole or hit the hole and, and went out. And what did he end up losing? I think by two strokes. So if, if there's three shots in, you're like, oh, okay, he won again. Uh, yeah. Seriously talented. Like, I, I, I dream of being able to hit a ball just one time as well as he is just so pure with that, his striking. He's first in total strokes gain, first in tee to green, first off the tee, first in approach, first in greens reg- regulation, which is exactly like what you're saying. Yeah. That's why you think, oh, Scotty's not a great putter. Well, no, Scotty's a world-class putter. It's just he has more opportunities than everybody mm-hmm. else. So his percentage is not going to be there compared to someone that only has you know half the opportunity. So, he puts the ball in the fairway. He puts it on the green. If he misses the green, he probably has the best short game in the world. Uh, again, I think that travels no matter where you go. So to me, at plus 750, that's really not bad for probably uh, – you might disagree. I think Scotty's the best player in the world. Some people might say Rory, but um, it depends on you know what yeah. day of the week. But to be the best player in the world, plus 750 is really not that bad. All right, let's close this out. The first edition of Picks and Pizza with a bonus pick, the Barracuda Championship, which which is out in Lake Tahoe and has the Stableford scoring system. So plus is good. You get points for Eagle, points for Birdie, and no points for a par, and then negative points, which is not good. So it's a little counterintuitive. 
for a bogey and then it actually caps at a double bogey i think it's basically a birdie fest the more birdies you have more the better chance you have to win so give me your give me i have two picks so give me two picks to, to cash this uh, barracuda championship so i went well let me see well did i tell you beforehand no i don't know so you which which country has had the best pga tour season which country has had the best? P- and since I, I should know this, since I've watched the PGA Tour and follow it. Oh, you're going to say Canada. Canada. Yeah. So I had to go with Mr. Taylor Pendrith. And uh, the reason I like him, and I did very little research on the Barracuda Championship, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but I used just a little bit of my PGA Tour knowledge. And of course, the best players on tour are playing in the Open Championship. So yeah. this is kind of the B team, if you will. Well, your boy Cashmere Keith is in the field this week too. Don't yes, you? so he'll be rocking that visor. A lot of you. It actually, it's the uh, I read that it's the best field I've ever had. Actually, yeah. So Cashmere Keith will be there. He'll be rocking the visor, looking very fly. <laughs> but everyone over playing in that event uh, is going to be very similar in that. From 100, 100 yards to one hundred fifty yards, they're all pretty average players compared to the top tier players that are playing overseas this weekend. So I try to find a differentiating factor, which Taylor Pendrith is third in strokes gained from 175 to 200 yards out. So if everyone's going to be kind of average from the 150 to from 100 to 150, I was trying to find some way to set him apart. So on those holes where you have 175, 200 in, he's probably going to be in the best in the field at the Barracuda. Uh, total strokes gained off the tee, 37. So he's actually a pretty good player. He just obviously didn't qualify for the Open Championship. It's a perfect time for him to put a win on the card. He was a favorite last week, which there's no way Taylor Pendrith should ever be the favorite in a tournament. He was the favorite at Barbasol. He struggled in the first round, probably because of that reason. Then he balled out in the next three rounds. He actually almost came back and won the thing. I don't hate that pick. He's a he's a bomber too, and he's plus three thousand. Yeah, he's also among the leaders in in par five scoring, which is always where you want to be. Uh, my two are locals. I went uh, Akshay Bhatia, thirty-five to one plus thirty-five hundred. He's among the he's the only one in this field in the top ten in par four birdies. Took him. This is a birdie fest. And then this the Stableford scoring system was absolutely made for Grayson Murray. Uh, another luck. Another local sixty to one. So plus the six thousand hundred bucks wins you six thousand uh, dollars. He's been he has been on fire. Uh, in the last few, and these are off, you know, when they, when you're not at the main one, you're on one of those off, off brand, uh, tournaments. He does well. And these has done well. Barbasol, <laughs> he, he struggled on day one, was just blazing hot. Day three, got out to a crazy start on day four, was only a stroke behind, ended up kind of yakking it up a little bit down there that at the end, I, I actually think Grayson's knocking on the door. I, I and, and Akshay has been too, would love to see either one. Uh, of our locals win that. All right, Bennett, you made it. You want to give us we a did review? it. Want to give us a review for our first uh, picks and pans? Maybe some positive vibes. Picks and pie. Picks and pizza here. Maybe some positive vibes only here. Or of course, five stars. Here? Five stars only, uh, as always. Okay. No, I, I I would say this was a B minus performance. B minus? Okay. The the minus coming That's in. No pizza. Your friends at the Oakwood Pizza Box are going to be very disappointed. But 
I would say the B, which is not a bad grade, is coming from you're getting ready to go on a heater for the next 12 tournaments with these picks, and you will get your first OG mobile from the Heaster Automotive Group. Love it. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Subscribe. Do all the good things down there. Leave your comments. Leave your leave your picks down here, too. I like it because uh, he's going super chalky. Hove isn't exactly off the board either. So we'll see. Check it out. Appreciate you. We'll see everyone next week right here. I'll pick some pizza. Maybe I'll have pizza next week, too. It's what's what's on Julio's card and parlays.